What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Recover Out Loud, episode number 70. Today, we've got Kathleen Vanderboy. How are you doing, Kathleen? Good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. It's raining outside. I love listening to the rain. It's uh, and, uh, beautiful. It's like cloudy over here, down here uh, today. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, last night it rained really bad. What was it last night? Maybe two nights ago. It rained really bad. And I was like, I have missed this. <laughs> And That's right, because it's been sunny here, but oh, wow. it's cloudy, so hopefully we'll get some rain. Yeah, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, we had a thunderstorm, and in Alaska, it's very rare to get a thunderstorm, so I was kind of like, yeah, super excited. But anyways, Kathleen, would you like to give a formal introduction of yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Kathleen Brendable. I'm from Metlakatla, Alaska. It's a... It's the only reserve in Alaska, I believe. Uh, yeah, and I've lived here my whole life. It, it gets rough sometimes. <laughs> and, and that's, is that by, like, right outside Ketchikan? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I've never been to Ketchikan. How is it? Ketchikan is nice. It's nice down this way. We're in a temperate rainforest, so it's like, it rains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I think of rainforest, I think of jaguars and snakes and crazy stuff. What do you guys have out that way? Uh, we have wolves. We have deer. We have whales. Um, we have beavers and stuff. We don't have porcupines or anything. We don't have snakes. We don't have moose. <laughs> you guys don't have moose? No. What? That's wild. That's wild. I remember the first time I seen a moose when I when I lived in Alaska. It, it's, we do have some bear, but it's just black bear down this way. Oh yeah, and and, and misconception: black bear are the are the most timid out of all of them, right? I'm pretty sure they are. Like they tend to run away every time people run into them. Yeah. 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 Black bear. Are, yeah, they're they're super timid. But anyways, we're not here to talk about bear, snake, or the rainforest. We're here to talk about Brenda and uh, and her recovery program and her story. So, uh, Brenda, would you like to tell us what was what was it like in your active addiction? Me? Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, well, I was homeless. Uh, definitely brought like the wrong type of characters around me. Um, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad for a while there. Yeah, I I can imagine. I can imagine what, what was that? Uh, what, what was your drug of choice? It was meth and heroin. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's pretty prevalent in in that area in Ketchikan. Yeah. Yeah. I so I didn't know anything about like real hard drugs in Alaska until I went to jail, and like everybody was telling me about the meth and the heroin in Ketchikan. And I was like, holy crap, because you don't really hear about that stuff in in Anchorage. Yeah, it is pretty bad. It's uh, actually my addiction started when I was living up in Anchorage. Cause I used oh, to live yeah. up in Anchorage. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was introduced 
to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can. I can imagine. Um, like I said, I, I never. I, I wasn't exposed to like the hard stuff uh, prior to going into jail, and then once I went into jail, I just heard all these horror stories of like you know of everything. Um, what? Do can you pinpoint a a reason as to why you started using or like uh or what what kept you on that road? Um, I think it was just because of I used it as an escape for things I had been through in the past. Yeah. Like I feel like it was like me trying to find a way to escape from having to deal with my pain and having to work through it properly. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can definitely imagine. Um, we had talked about prior to hitting the record button, um, about some of the, some of the things. And like I said, I'm not going to press you to talk about some of those things if you don't want to. Um, but one of the things that, that I, that really strikes me, uh, being an outsider and looking in is is some of the some of the generational trauma that that Native Alaskans face. Um, what what can you can you speak to that? There is a lot of stuff, like a lot of traumas that do get passed on. Because I know there's statistics, like if you have alcoholism or one side like you're more prone to become an addict to like to alcoholism or to using and stuff like that mm -hmm. but I think like a lot of it is like a lot of people are like it's hard because people are taught I think it's like because people are like told like men can't have feelings and stuff like that and you have to keep quiet about certain things to just to protect family names and stuff you know what i mean like stuff that was passed down from generation to generation and i think a lot of it is just because of stuff that elders have gone through because like i understand like the boarding schools and stuff like that so like i definitely understand but I'm recently learning about more into it and because my grandma went to boarding school. Oh, wow. So. What, have you heard any of the stories uh, from her? I did not ask her about it. I didn't know she had gone to boarding school until she passed away, until after oh, she wow. passed away. So. Jeez, that's rough. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot about Alaskan, uh, Alaskan Native um, generational trauma. I, I know, I know about enough. Uh, I, you know, I've seen a, a little bit um, when I got there. And the one thing that I, I, and you hit on this, you know, in your intro, but um, when, when I got to Alaska, we were told there's a lot of homeless people, right? When I was in the Army, they said there's a lot of homeless people, but they didn't necessarily classify who was homeless and then everywhere you look it's alaska natives and that broke my heart honestly broke my heart um what led to some of to your homelessness 
Uh, just not caring and using and not being careful of who I have around me and um yeah it, it honestly broke my heart i i uh you know i have i have friends that i that like i said that are alaska native and when they started getting clean and getting sober they uh they started finding housing and stuff like that and just to, to see the amount of, of homeless alaska natives absolutely broke my heart and there's still a ton more and yeah uh, yeah and just hearing some of the stories like they go through, whether it's whether it's willingly they're homeless or whether it's just by circumstance that they're homeless because of addiction or mental health disorders is absolutely terrible. I'm sorry that you guys have to go through that. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what, what was that point in which you you said, OK, like enough is enough. I, I can't do it anymore. I have to. I think that it would be when um, I lost my daughter to OCS. Like not only that, but like see, there was a point where I had seen my dad cry before he took off from Anchorage for medical after visiting me. That was like super hard for me to see. Yeah. What uh? So how did you? what was that first step that you took in order to to get clean i moved back home and i had gotten in with the clinic my clinic here in Metlakala, mm -hmm. uh with behavioral health gotcha gotcha and how hard was that was that program for you because i know for me it was like a little bit difficult uh but how, how was it you know starting out treatment and, and learning a new way to live it was definitely difficult at first because I realized, you know, I will have to feel my emotions and work through them and find a healthier coping mechanisms to work through them so that I'm not running to the easiest thing to do. Yeah. 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 Definitely now, hard to work through all the traumas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime of work is working through those traumas, you know. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think the be the most beneficial part for your early recovery was for you? I think it was it would be realizing the hurts I've done to others, too. Like, I know I had hurts happen to me, but like my choices did affect others. It didn't affect just my life. That I think that was the hardest for me to grasp was that I hurt people and I didn't think that I, I had hurt people. I was just like, oh, I'm drinking. I'm, I'm the problem. You don't got to worry about me. But I mean, like I did a lot of damage to other people. Yeah, that was I think that's the hardest part for me, too. Yeah, was that cause it's that accountability. Yeah. Holding yourself accountable for it all. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's crazy. I, I, I don't know if you've heard uh, some of some of the episodes where I share this, but for me, I think my turning point where I realized like I was the source of all my problems. Uh, I was in jail and I was just like blaming everybody for our problems. Right. And then this, mm -hmm. uh, this, this native man that we call 
Sarge, he looked at me and he was like, Viking, shut up. You made all these problems for yourself. And at first I was like, yeah, who is this guy? He doesn't know. But then I sat and I listened and it made so much sense and he spoke so much wisdom and I needed to hear that. And uh, that was the most beneficial part for me right off the bat was like somebody pointing out, you fucked it all up, man. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Um, so going in, what did, what did your, your early recovery look like? Like as far as programs you go through NAAA counseling, what did you do? I went through counseling and an outpatient program here. Mm-hmm. I had thought about going to a recovery program, but I wanted to try it out here first mm-hmm. to see if it would help. Um, there is an AA program here, but there isn't an NA. I wish there was an NA. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have much meetings here, sadly. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. So since you've gotten sober and you started working, you know, on that recovery portion and and getting, getting clean and stuff like that, um, what have you noticed about your life overall, your general overall life? I noticed it's been gradually getting better. Like, slowly but surely, especially with me owning up to my wrongs. And when I did, like, the step four, like, that was was pretty hard, like, trying to figure out who I I owe amends to and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Okay, so before we we dive into the rest of it, we're going to play a small little video, and then we'll get back to the conversation. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Sean. Welcome. I want to take a moment and say thank you to everybody who has participated in both Recover Out Loud as well as Extraordinary. I appreciate every single person that has shared their story, shared their experience, strength, and hope with me and with the community. I want to say you guys give me every bit of inspiration I need to continue on this endeavor to share everybody else's experience, strength, and hope. With that being said, I want to bring forward my Patreon. My Patreon uh, is going to help me with some new software that I'm going to be looking into getting. It's going to be helping me um, boost up some of the some of the studio because, as you guys see, sometimes I'm here, I'm there, I'm I'm everywhere else. So if you would like to participate in the Patreon and uh, become a uh, a Patreon of mine, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash sitting with Sean. There I have a few different tiers of how you can help contribute and, uh, and help give back to me because I'm giving back to you guys. With that, some of the tiers are going to be getting exclusive content. Some of the content is going to be two of my new shows. One is called I Believe, where I've speak to people that have different belief structures all over the world. I'm going to have some very interesting guests coming on very soon, and that's going to start in the fall. And then I'm going to start a veteran-ran, veteran-operated show where we talk about some of the more lighthearted stories that from the military and what transition was like for those members of the military and what they're doing now to give back to the community. I think it's very important. With those 
episodes. They're going to be Patreon exclusive. So if you want to check them out, you have to become a Patreon and you have to check out the channel. Also, with, with those subscriptions, you guys are going to be getting a little bit of more of a backstage access to who I am as a person. There's going to be blogs, there's going to be vlogs put up, and you guys will be able to see some of my thought processes behind some of these episodes. You guys will also be able to get some show notes that I think about when, when I post them up. So I think that that is a pretty cool thing. You also get access to me. You guys will have a personal link to my Facebook page. And if you guys do need to talk about anything, I'm always available. So you can always hit me up. Once again, if you want to contribute, that's patreon.com forward slash sitting with Sean. Now, if you are following me and you have checked out the channels on either YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, you'll see there's a link tree set up. If you go check out that link tree, that link tree has everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm participating in. And you can check out some of those good nonprofits that I'm working with, like the AKTCA, the Alaska Therapeutic Court Alumni peer support groups. And uh, you see some of the good work that they're doing. We're also working on a national alumni group. So that is pretty awesome as well. And finally, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify or on Apple podcast, go ahead, give it a like, share the content with the rest of the world. People need to hear these stories of brave men and women who entered into recovery and became vulnerable and shared their experience, strength and hope. And if you're on YouTube, Go ahead, drop a comment. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say about the content that's being pushed out. So with that, much love. Thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, and share. And go ahead and subscribe. It's free. If you don't like the content, you can always unsubscribe later. Much love, y'all. Have a good day. And we are back. We are back. I had to throw that little small in there, a uh, little plug in there. And so, anyways, we're back with uh, Kathleen, and uh, Kathleen and I were talking about uh, what it's like in her active addiction, uh, some some uh, trauma that is generational trauma for Alaska natives, and uh, what she just what what got her to the point where she got sober, and some of her early recovery um, tools and skills that she picked up. Uh, jump back to the conversation, Kathleen. Um, one of the questions that I had was um, you were talking about coping me mechanisms and, and, and healthy coping skills. What are some of the healthy coping skills that you picked up along the way? Writing. Writing? Mm-hmm. What is it writing. about writing? It helps me feel like I'm able to release it, and then I usually end up burning it. Like, yeah. Like, usually if I have negative feelings and whatnot – Nice. Just release it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it, it's it's awesome. You know, you're you're not the first person that, that said writing, but I think one of the things that I've I've learned with writing is I can effectively communicate those deeper feelings and those yeah. deeper thoughts. When, and sometimes, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Sometimes I find myself having a hard time finding words like if I'm talking. And sometimes even with writing, and then it sometimes they'll just come to me, and then I just write it down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, one, one, you know, one of the things that I notice though, like when I when I write is when I write, I shouldn't share that with other people. 
I don't know if you've done that where you're like, oh, I'm gonna write something, I'm gonna show this person. Doesn't tend to go well. No yeah. Reason. I learned not to to do that too, not to share it with everyone, with anyone. Like I'm like, yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna do that. Not today. Yep. I, I've, I, I used to do a lot of writing and I had this notebook where I would write down my feelings and my emotions and stuff like that. And then if I had a long note that I had to write somebody, I would write it down, tear it out and give it to them and uh, never worked out in my favor. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. It happens. It wasn't meant for me. That's okay. I also, but, started, I also started a gratitude. I do the gratitude daily yeah yeah it's awesome so what are you grateful for today my recovery uh being able to work on rebuilding my relationships with my kids and being able to rebuild my relationship with my family with my parents and them that's awesome what about what about the gratitude list um do you feel is, is like helps you out? It helps me feel more positive and to be more grateful for like the little things I have in life to take a look at the bigger picture, not always over focus or worry about stuff that's not going to happen right now. Like, being able to focus on one thing at a time, like not trying to get everything done all at once. I know for me, when I do the gratitude list, it shows me how much I really do have versus all the things that I focused on that I don't have. Yep. Because if we focus on what we don't have, then we don't see the things that we do have. Yep, we're unable to appreciate the little things. Absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. And so, um, leading on before we, we jump off here, what are a few words of encouragement that you can give to anybody that's thinking about getting into recovery, um, or that is in their early recovery and just kind of shaking. They don't know if it's going to work. To hold on to that. It gets better just to take it one day at a time and not to focus on all the things all the negative things like that's a, also a big factor I noticed. Yeah, that that uh that one day at a time thing. I always was told that when I was a kid, one day at a time, take it one day at a time. I never understood it until I got into recovery, because I was like, how am I supposed to take it one day at a time if I have to worry about what's happening tomorrow? I don't have to worry about what's happening tomorrow, because tomorrow's not tomorrow's going to come faster than I want it to. Yeah. So just worry about that that moment that you're in right there. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. it's actually like just being able to live and enjoy the moment you're in, being present. Absolutely, being present. All right, and and finally, before before we go, last question: uh, because of recovery, what have you gotten back in your life? A lot, like. Being able to enjoy the moment that I'm in, um, taking care of myself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, getting a 
relationship back with God and everything, and it's been really nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's always good to look at the things that we got back and yep. that we thought we had lost. Definitely. So Kath, Kathleen, I want to, I want to say, first off, I want to say, sorry that I called you Brenda earlier. I picked that up after I was looking at your last name on the thing, on the banner that I had and I, and I caught it afterwards. I, yeah, I did that. I tend to do that from time to time. Thanks for apologizing. But I was like, Brenda. Right, right. Who, who's Brenda? There's no Brenda here. You're wild, man. Anyways, yes, I want to take a moment to say I am sorry for, for calling you Brenda, not Kathleen. I, like I said, I was looking at the screen and, and your last name popped up and I was thinking Kathleen and Brenda. Don't know why. Anyways, <laughs> now that now that I've apologized, I wanna I wanna thank you for taking a few minutes and, and hanging out with me and, and sharing uh part of your story. I greatly appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you too. And everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for, uh, you know, being here and participating and sharing this space with us. So till next time, love you guys. Be good.